from getting that message out. But President Trump, again, will not be intimidated. He will not be denied. And he continues to speak the truth to power, and very much including on his truth accounts. You have to want to be there for your, for your people. Put it right there. Okay, yo, this is a podcast going on. You know what I'm saying? Down here doing my favorite thing on a Sunday afternoon. You're listening to the American Freedom and God podcast. Presented by JPF and Associates and the JohnPFox.com training portal and classroom where we share commentary, wisdom, and counsel. This is a weekly podcast show. Thank you for tuning in. Big tech, big government. Washington launches war on free speech. We'll be looking at that with Judicial Watch today. Laura Ingram to advise on, um, you know, after the Iowa caucus. A little advice for Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Coming from Laura. Boris Epstein, uh, the law choking of President Trump and the election interference. So a lot of lawfare going on. Boris is going to talk for a minute on that. Today, guys, I brought a lot of sound bites. Um... It's not because I don't want to talk, because I definitely do. Where monologue is going to be, what can I do besides watching the spin news? What can I do? So it's a new year, 2024, and there is a lot going on. There's a lot that's going to happen. It's like a whirlwind of stuff that's going to happen. And so we're going to be asking ourselves, what can I do besides just watching ABC News all the time? Today's title is Be Sure to Educate Yourself. Stephen Furtick with our hope message. God won't leave you broken, and I can attest to that one. So we're gonna, that's gonna be interesting. You're gonna let the experts talk about it. I know somebody asked me, John, why is this the American Freedom and God podcast? So by the way, guys, welcome to another episode of 115 of the American Freedom and God podcast. I am your host, John P. Fox. Sometimes people ask me why, why I had to include God, because you know, it's on the business card. And, uh, you know, the husband sees that, he's not going to want any part. I mean, just tell the husband not to worry about that part. It's not like I'm pulling out uh, the, the Bible and doing um, preaching based on Scripture. We include God because this is God's universe. This is God's world. God is in control. And I'm very much uh, a knowing believer. As I'm saying, knowing because I've seen what happens. I've seen what, what he does. So I included that to this podcast because we're talking about politics. What other yucky subject could you possibly come up with than politics? And so we're talking about current issues in United States politics. That's even worse right now than just uh, any old politics. And we're talking about what's going on currently. And, you know, frankly, I'd rather have that God is in the conversation anytime we do that. This is In God We Trust country, or at least that's the way it was when I was born, hoping, hoping, of course, to keep it that way. So, getting right to it, guys, today's title, Be Sure to Educate Yourself. So, you know, why would I say that? Because coming up in 2024, the government is going to try to shut down avenues of information any way that it can. And, you know, they have to do it in a way that they're not, it doesn't look like they're blatantly stepping on your amendments, you know, your your Bill of Rights. Right to free speech in particular. So, you know, without stepping on your First Amendment rights, they want to find a way to keep you from hearing the words that's going to enlighten you. They want to find a way to shut that down. And so what I'm saying is at the end of the day, if you do watch the news, you got to ask yourself, or at the beginning of the day, you got to ask yourself, what can I do? Other than watching the, the spin doctor news that's on every day, all day, every day. You can't even go out into public without somebody having a big screen TV on the wall next to the uh, receptionist desk or whatever. 
and with CNN on or something, or MSNBC or Joe Scarborough on there t- telling you how, how wicked and, and horrible. That's all they talk about is how wicked and horrible they think Trump is. So it's like it's all they ever talk about. Now, in their defense, should <laughs> should it even be something that they need is, is anyone to defend? But um, I will say I, I don't watch it all day, so I wouldn't know 100%. But it seems like I get all these clips from the people I do watch, and I hear what they're saying in those clips. And it seems like uh, they are that is all they're saying all the time. So let's just put it like that to be fair. I'm going to start today, guys, like I always do. There's plenty to talk about, and we'll start with Getter News. It'll kind of intertwine that with the monologue, and what can we do besides spin news. And again, one of the reasons is at the beginning of the day, you're going to be told a bunch of stuff that, um, you know, the MAGA people are horrible, and you need to be careful and, you know, listen to what Taylor Swift is telling you. You need to vote this certain way. I'm not going to ask you how to vote, but I do want you to ask yourself, what else can I do? Um, other than listen to this, uh, this news station, what can, you know what you can do? Take one thing that you heard, you know, maybe it was about the president. Maybe it was about a congresswoman. Or maybe it's about Marjorie Taylor Greene or something. And you heard this and they, they were talking amongst themselves, but you hear, you heard them and they were saying these bad things about Marjorie. And you take that one thing. And when you get home, ask yourself, where else can I research this besides just listening in on MSNBC when it comes on? Besides, they may not be talking about that one thing that day, right? So ask yourself, what is one thing that I can do to find out information? And I think that uh, that one thing to, that you can do is research it. Type her name in to the search of your choice. So it could be Bing. It could be DuckDuckGo. You know, it could be Ask Jeeves. Is that one still around? <laughs> That's from way back in the day, showing my age. Yeah, I, I always pick Google last. Sorry, guys. Google does have the most reliable servers in the world. So you search this this question um, that you were hearing your friends talking about, and they weren't saying nice things. So you research it yourself. So there's going to be some cross-referencing you're going to have to do because on the results page, the top 10 are probably not going to be um, the honest to God's truth. And that's the reason I brought it up. You have to go beyond those top 10 results. You have to ask yourself, who published this answer? Because you're asking a question, right? Always ask who published it before you go any further. Okay, And, and take into account that and then listen to how they're answering it as as per each publisher. So now you're starting to see the difference between the publishers and you're starting to see uh, how New York Times would write about it in comparison to, say, political or some other news organization, especially since the age of the internet, new news organizations have spun, you know, up. And these new news organizations are independent for the most part, some of them bigger than others. So you have to ask yourself, more information, please, about MTG so that I can find out why my friends were acting that way. And you have to ask yourself who it is that's bringing you the information. Now, MTG is just one example. There's thousands and thousands of things you might want to know about. You know, you might want to understand more about uh, some, you know, who, who created Microsoft, right? And, and you might want to understand more about who created Apple. So you can do that the same exact way as you can do with the news. You heard something in the news. You're trying to figure out why they're bashing them. What, why, why is Trump so bad? Any of these things. And remember, those first top 10 results are going to very much de- depend on how biased people are. So you have to kind of dig through that. You know what I mean? You got to find that one. Got to so, go back a couple pages sometimes. In sometimes. The results. Yeah, sometimes you got to go past um, the 10th result. It's usually above the fold, what we call it, on a computer monitor. Everything above the fold is usually the top 10. You can go below that and start finding the 11th or 12th. But you, you know what? Some of these search engines like Google only prints out 10 at a time. So you have to say next page, right. next page. And also watch out for getting your information from Wikipedia. Because what you might not understand is, although it always... A lot of times I can ask a question about a NASCAR driver and over at Wikipedia comes up in the sidebar, the Google search results or or whatever I'm using. And I can see that they're correct. 
and I can read uh, the information about that NASCAR driver, and I can see that they are up to date, too. They do know that Jimmy Johnson is no longer in NASCAR, but had, when he was there, he had five championships. And I can see that they, they're saying the right thing. If I do the same search for, say, Donald Trump and get, go to that same Wikipedia, you're going to get biased information. So there's both over at Wikipedia. So be careful with Wikipedia. You know, it is a, it is a community, um, board. So the, uh, the answers come from the community itself. And, you know, they, they, they have certain degrees, you know, of, of who's answering what and where they come from and how they qualify. And, you know, when you get in as a member, you, I guess it's determined whether or not you answer certain questions, whether or not they use your answer. But again, it came, all the answers came from the community. It's not like, when I was a kid, we had encyclopedias. Yeah, again, there I go showing my age, right? But that's okay. I, you get old and that's just what happens. But I had encyclopedias and we would have them all on the bookshelf and there'd be like a hundred of them. And if I wanted to know something, if I ever, anything scientific, a certain flower, anything like that, how to grow something, I would have to pull the encyclopedia and read it. And we always trusted the published encyclopedias, you know. Remember the salesman used to come to the door trying to sell them things? Absolutely, we had them. <laughs> but, you know, when you get on Wikipedia on the Internet, it's not the same thing. I think what as time went on in the 200-year American experiment that we had going on uh, since our founding fathers to the, you know, it's 223 years now, um, what, in the beginning, it, things were published that you could very much trust. I'm not sure so much today. And not only that, I'm not sure if we're still publishing encyclopedias anymore at all, are they? I mean, that's, that's the thing of the day. Yeah. yeah. So, like the CD. Right. right. So you're going to get these answers, um, and it may or may not be the actual truth. So what happens is you have to start to research it further. You have to go further down the line. So today I opened up uh, Getter News. I wanted to start a little bit with that. And I wanted to make sure that we're seeing what's current uh, before we move on to the sound bites. And again, I have about four of them today. I'm going to try not to play them too long. A lot of podcasters won't play any more than like 30 seconds of a sound bite. I like to play a minute or two. And just to, to really, because they're the expert, you know, I bring the sound bites, I can bring the expert to the, to the stage, let them talk first for a minute or two. And then we love to do our commentary right after. And get our new sidebar it says alleged foreign agent law violations loom over Hunter Biden as House prepares to depose him. So they're preparing a deposition. Again, for Hunter Biden, the way I see it, he's already in contempt. It should have been, but you know what? It's not, you know, the people can always decide one way or another, regardless of what the Congress ends up actually doing. I hope they shut it down, down the border before they fund any more appropriations bills. You, I can tell you that much. Come on, Mike Johnson. You got to understand. So he's so new at the job and the people that were surrounding Kevin McCarthy, they're the same people. And right. now they're surrounding Mike Johnson. What's he supposed to do? I mean, when you're that new. So uh, it's pressure galore on top of Mike's shoulders. And if you can capture some of the images on the internet right now, you'll see it in his eyes. Just Let's just pray that we get this done. Even if they have a trillion dollars paid into federal budget right now, it would might cover the interest. They're never going to pay the principal. No. And it's just we're in a really, really bad place when it comes to the United States Treasury. So there's that, guys. Let's just pray for House Speaker Mike Johnson. He is a big man of God, and I hope God will be with him. But back to what I was talking about. They want a deposition, Hunter Biden. Uh, federal power is on the chopping block at the SCOTUS. So that's what that means is they're about to look at arguments whether or not a, a United States president is immune to uh, crimes or misdemeanors, that they're immune to being prosecuted for that. And you know what? If they're not immune to it, then the ball's really going to start rolling after that. You might be able to take down your political opponent right now using lawfare like this, using the Supreme Court. Most experts will, will tell you that they believe the Supreme Court is going to judge that they are immune, the presidents are immune, and otherwise they're all in trouble. Because virtually every one of them's got something, you know, that uh, can be investigated and hammered away at that they've done. And it be it legal or illegal or whatever. So President Trump's like, wait a minute, before you even try to charge me 
um, for this and this and this, I, I got immunity for one. And we can't go any further until we establish that point. So it goes to the Supreme Court for estab for establishing the uh, the ruling on that. And there'll be arguments uh, starting soon, I guess. That's what this headline is saying. Maddow slammed for state TV move. The MSNBC refuses to broadcast Trump's Iowa victory speech over fears of false information. Now, guys, I didn't start out the show today saying big win in Iowa for Republicans for Donald Trump, who there was absolutely no contest over with Nikki Haley and um, the Ron DeSantis opponents, Vivek Ramaswamy, or any of them. And so I didn't start the show with that because I'm sure you heard it now about a 100 times. However... If you're listening to MSNBC, you wouldn't have heard that. No. <laughs> well, not when Rachel Maddow sitting there. But, uh, she's like the head up of the entire MSNBC panel uh, day by day anymore. I thought she went on and did, got some other gigs. Who? Where? Where would what. she go? I mean. Yeah, if you listen, if you want to know what Dan Bongino thinks of Rachel Maddow and how he describes her, I can't tell you on this podcast because I, I won't be allowed to be using that kind of language. Well, but uh, it, it is, uh, she decided that they're not going to even talk about Trump's Iowa victory whatsoever for fears of false information. And it is catching, um, she's getting slammed for it. That's what the headline says. But, but you says. see how leaving out information is is manipulating their audience. I mean, the whole mm. thing is a manipulation. What can we do besides watching these right. news stations, guys? They leave out information. It's a good point. I almost uh, just ran right over top of that one without pointing it out. So that's another reason why if if they leave it out, then that doesn't go out of, out of their mouth into your living room and into your ears. <coughs> they figure it's better to just not even talk about it. And, you know, there's always those, well, in the 2016 race when Donald Trump won, they all broke down. I mean, they almost broke down after this Iowa cock. It's the same way. So they just don't want to talk about it, people. That was something to watch, wasn't it? <laughs> well, you know what it proves, though, is the American people still have the power, the power of the people's, even though deep staters and globalists and donors and unseen people that are not elected are able to manipulate this power and are able to fill their accounts with treasury money and taxpayer money for one way or another that they do it. Even though they're able to do all that, what is still holding true and comes from God is the masses of the people of that country are, are still the most powerful. They have to get together, stand up and just show it. To show that they that they stand for what they stand for, and that becomes louder than anything else that's about to happen. Let's look at the MAGA uh, movement with the War Room, for example, with Steve Bannon. These these people are are causing good changes on the Republican Republican side. And they're redefining what a Republican really is, and they're doing away with the whole Rhinoism or the Unipartyism. Is starting to really change because the people still have the power, and I believe at the end of at the beginning of the day, it's going to be the people that decide, and not the deep staters, you know, and whoever else. There's a lot of unseens out there, guys. Well, I got time for another uh, headline or two right here. Defense Secretary sought to hide the ambulance arriving at his house. Yeah, I mean it's it's not good optics, you know, if you're De Defense Secretary Austin. Um, it's just not good optics, and he did not want anybody to know about it. How do you hide an ambulance showing up at your house with your high profile? Uh, I don't think you could hide one on this street. <laughs> All the neighbors would know for sure. <laughs> it's like, or anywhere you go. I mean, right. you, if he's in a gated community, I'm assuming he probably is. You can, to some extent, keep that. I, I think what they're really trying to do is keep it off of the TV, keep it out of uh, reporters, keep from taking pictures of it in, in that kind of way. Hide this thing. You, what, is there, what is there to hide? You, you, you're the chain of command has to stay intact. So your, your next, your deputy needs to step up if something's happening to you, right? Immediately. You would think. And, it's and tell everybody. Don't you think? It's almost yes. like it could be a potential setup. I'm, I'm just an American. I'm just one person, but I'm embarrassed about that. And the rest of the world sees this. So they, they see how just weak America's it's, become.
and unorganized. This is bad. It, it, it's almost as bad as the way that they removed uh, the, our troops from Afghanistan. Almost. That, that one is pretty, that one that takes yeah. the cake still. So I just wanted to read a couple of these headlines, guys, over at Getter News. Scott Pressler puts up a post uh, a week ago. Democrats had an advantage. There's 432,474 new voter registrations. Well, I guess that's in response to all the voter rolls being cleaned across the nation lately. Yeah. <laughs> so they're trying to get some Democrats are trying to get new voters. Uh, they need to be American citizens. I'm wondering about that. But a week ago, they had that big number, 432,000. Today, the lead was been narrowed to 430,195. Uh, so 2,279. They're only ahead of the new Republican voters that Scott got to... Um, Register gained 266 voters. The the uh, Democrats, while the Republicans gained 2,545. So he's saying that they they outgained them in that in that line there. At the beginning of 2022, they had an advantage, and uh, he's just putting up the numbers, guys. This guy should be the Republican Party, uh, the National uh, Republican Convention guy. You know what I mean? The the, the head up the RNC. One hundred percent. He's a grassroots guy, just <laughs> he's doing it. out there recruiting people, getting them to register to vote. He's he's not he's nonstop, and that deserves recognition, if you ask me. One hundred percent deserves recognition. So I had some uh, headliners come into the to the inbox recently that I wanted to bring up before going to a page. We'll, we'll look at an article there, but just a couple of headliners. Records show Joe Biden used email alias and correspondence with included uh, correspondence, which included Hunter Biden and James Biden, signed off on brief concession of Secret Service protection for Hunter and Natalie Biden's. Okay, so that one, you know, it's stuff that Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch is looking into. He's getting records and he's putting up lawsuits like right here. Judicial Watch files 30 million wrongful death lawsuit against the U.S. government uh, for Ashley Babbitt and uh, on the behalf of her husband and the estate. So the homicide on January 6th was the unlawful shooting death of Ashley Babbitt. Um, homicide by Lieutenant Byrd is a scandal beyond belief. This historic lawsuit seeks a measure of justice and government accountability for Ashley's wrongful death. And you know, guys, that's what I'm saying. If, if you can just come to podcasts like the American Freedom and Gone podcast, you're going to get some of this information read directly to you coming straight from Judicial Watch. You're not going to get this on MSNBC. They're, they're just not going to talk about it. This big tech government thing. They're, they're talking about Big Brother, Washington's war on free speech. And this is the part that I was trying to explain a little bit about earlier. Unprecedented assault on free speech is underway in America. The White House and, and you know, the government agencies play central roles. But because this new year, this uh, new war largely takes place in the shadows of cyberspace, unfolding in back offices of social media giants like Facebook, YouTube, Google, TikTok, and Twitter, the public has been slow to catch on to the threat. Very scary that the public is not catching on to these threats that immediately. That's if all it takes is for you to be looking the other way, not paying attention. Next thing you know. You're losing another freedom. In recent months, however, the House Judiciary Committee, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit, and Judicial Watch have each issued findings that break new ground. <laughs> Good. Taken together, they go a long way to uh, dragging the war on the First Amendment into the sunlight. Main target of the new censorship efforts, conservative speech speakers and viewpoints. The weaponization of disinformation. A November report of the Judiciary Committee concludes that the world's largest social media platforms intentionally suppressed constitutionally protected speech as quote as course as consequence of the federal government's direct coordination. So basically interfering with a constitutionally protected free speech of the American people. Why why would they, this government Suddenly start caring either way what the American people are saying when all of, since I've been around, it's been okay to let, not like a president or not like a, a congressperson. And it's been okay to talk about that because we were in a free country. Why is this suddenly not okay? Yeah. 
kind of obvious. <laughs> well, it, it ought to be that uh, it's, it's always okay to say whatever you want. You don't like Joe Biden? You, you should, you, you're free to say, I don't like Joe Biden. As a matter of fact, if you got eight reasons why you don't like Joe Biden, you're free to write down all eight reasons and hold it up and show somebody. It's free, right? No, not, not according to what you're trying to do. They're trying to shut the, your ability to do that without consequence down. Um, I think they did this, they're trying to do the same thing in Ireland right now, and the Irish people are not taking it too it's good. It's scary that they think they can do this. Intentionally actually. suppress constitutionally protected speech. Right. So, I wouldn't even be allowed to do this this podcast if they get away with this. Isn't that what they do in China? Isn't China like that? Exactly. It's communist stuff. Right. You know, this is that, that's how communism functions. You can't let the people have anything that for themselves. It, it all has to belong to that government. No thought, Including what they say. No thought that, and that is I remember, independent of what the government thinks, right? Right. I remember learning about this when we were in high school that... Um, you need to be very thankful for being in America, boys and girls, because if you were in a communist country right now, this is how things are. And I remember him standing at the, the whiteboard with the pointer stick talking about this stuff. The way a communist country is, the way we are. Mm -hmm. And this is why we stand strong. And that's why you pledge allegiance to America when you come to school. That's why we are who we are. And I'm thinking... This is great. Um, I do feel for the people, though, that are in a communist country. And I was also thinking, God, well, thank you that I wasn't born there. That's right. Um, uh, this day in 2023, this is the 18th or the... It's 2024 now. <laughs> I say 2023. <laughs> it's the 17th of January 2024. Yeah. Thank you, Debbie. Uh, Sometimes you just got to... Somebody's got to bip you upside the head and wake you up. Well, a it takes a while to get that in. Well, I did write it several times already. Why can't my brain remember that? But yeah, and on this day, um, we are being faced with the threat that you might have the same problem that what that teacher was teaching you about with the, the people of a communist country. It's just scary stuff right there, guys. I don't even want to. It's unimaginable. Let's put it that way. I want to check in with Laura Ingram's, uh, channel here uh she's got a few things to say it's advice to ron desantis and as, as well as nikki haley and um yeah i was just supposed we could give her a minute or two to see what we think about that this is what i decided to be as far as i wanted to go with talking about the iowa caucuses because i'm sure by now everybody's very happy you know let, let's uh, let's stay focused though we, we, it's a big win. We got to keep on going. We the people and stay focused. Let's see what Laura's talking about here. And every day that Ron DeSantis stays on the campaign trail criticizing Trump is a day that hurts Ron DeSantis's political future. He doesn't gain anything from it, that's for sure. And Trump, he's not hurt by it at all. So it's time to step aside and endorse Trump. Waiting for South Carolina, it's a colossal waste of time. It's a waste of money. And frankly, it's a waste of your future political capital. And as for Nikki Haley, well, my advice is this. Stop listening to your high-priced campaign consultants who are telling you what they think you want to hear. Now, I know these people, and I'm telling you, they fly around on their private planes on the money that they make from these candidates, and they tell their clients to repeat silly lines. When she said this one, it was a silly line. I can safely say, tonight, Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. Now, the numbers showed Haley getting about 19% of the caucus votes. But what I wanted to say last night when I was on with Brett and Martha, and I forgot in the, in the excitement of the moment, was the real percentage of Republican support she received is even lower. Because at the three precinct caucuses that I attended, Democrats turned out in huge numbers to support her. One of the caucus uh, temporary chairs told me that it was about a half of the people in the caucuses where I was were actually Democrats. So these people hate Trump. They want to stop him by any means necessary. And they know that Nikki Haley, to them at least, is the most similar to Biden in the Republican field on issues from DEI to trade and the border. Laura goes on to bring the receipts of what she just said by playing... What Nikki's about to say here, uh, it's going to prove what Laura just said, that she's basically 
she's, she is a choice of the Democrats right now, not so much the Republicans. And she's basically the type of person they're looking for, the closest to the same way Joe Biden is. In other words, if we are controlling things, we need a placeholder that can write that signature where we need that signature written and be that president. But we're the ones controlling things. And who would be good when we get rid of Joe? This one. Yeah. <laughs> so it's almost like a political dirty trick. Nikki right? might work. Yeah. Get their candidate in. Oh, boy. Now, so that is one of the things that I wanted to point out. It's just that um, we went through the, the expense of the debates. And that money could have. We already had. A, we've already got a leading candidate. By far. By far. That money could be going to help with all the lawfare, all the attacks, the buildup, the bringing in new uh, voter registrations, just all of that stuff. It's almost like the rhinos kind of want to drain the money so he can't use it. Yes, it is. It's, it's, they want to drain the money. They, they, they want to keep any support as far away from Trump as they can. But you know, Trump is the people, basically, the main, right. uh, the main, uh, core of this country and he's just he's just they really want to shut down the core people of this country and change it and become a globalist nation that's really what i've uh, been able to ascertain in, the, in my studies of politics in the last few years they would love to shut down this nation and stop it from being a shiny object on the hill in this world and turn it into just another third world nation to be controlled by globalists so one world order type thing and they're you're getting very very close and when we talk about uh, uniparty when we talk about rhinos that is all part of it because they they are all together behind the doors you know where it's not on camera and they are all together on things but they have to appear as two sides of the right. aisle anyway it's an illusion. Right. Is it all of the Republicans and Democrats that are being this way? No. I mean, in the Democratic side of, of the aisle, you have some Democrats that care and want things done right and they want to go by the Constitution, but they stay quiet and just vote the way they vote anyway. And on the Republican side of the aisle, you do have some good guys that want to see good things and they, they, they definitely, uh, you know, even if there's only eight or nine of them, if it's a majority vote, then that eight or nine can help change what it is that's being broken right now so but then then you have the majority of them and they're all like a uniparty so you have these few that care then you have this big huge group in the middle that are all unified and stand to gain one way or another from their being unified yes. so i'm seeing this it's been uh showing itself it's a tactic <laughs> it seems like right it's yeah well it's definitely a tactic it, it but it's a it's a tactic that's it's bigger than just, you know, a tactic here and a tactic there. It has been going on for a while now. I would have never known. I remember when, um, well, I almost remember what I was doing when Nixon resigned. I remember the speech and everything. He resigned, lost complete support of, uh, those who can back, you know, how you get everybody around you, or they rally around you, or they, they circle the wagons, you know, when, when you're in trouble and they support you and then eventually they can push back and you're going to be okay. They didn't do that for Nixon at some point. They walked away and left him out hanging by himself to be um, impeached. And so rather than going through impeachment, he realized he lost support and he did the big I resign speech. Out. Yes. Now, if that were to happen today, like if they're, they're, they, they kind, it is kind of what's going on now with Joe Biden. I think that his closest supporters are trying to figure out a way to step away from the, from the, uh, Joe Biden. From the train wreck. <laughs> From the train wreck, you can say it. I was going to say the bag of oatmeal, bag of oatmeal, if I, I bet, but uh, that's a quote from Dan Bongino, so uh, yeah. the rotting bag, step away from the rotting bag of oatmeal. Oh, man, we watched Sky News Australia put up this video yesterday. It was all of the things that is troubling in this man, the way he can't remember this from that, can't walk right, and just all the goofs and gaffs. And, and I looked at it, and I thought, yeah, this is the guy that uh, makes the final decisions for everybody in this nation. It's very sad. It's frightening. Frightening, to say the least. I have brought on Boris Epstein today a little bit, guys. Now, to give credit to Steve Bannon, he is on the War Room podcast here. He's going to say a few words that uh, what's going on right now uh, in lawfare. And so what I mean by that is using constant law choking 
lawfare to try to interfere with the upcoming election to try to get when Trump needs to be getting on a plane and going to New Hampshire for his next rally to be talking to these people of New Hampshire. Instead, he has to go to court because some lady accused him of something. And uh, let's listen to Boris for a second what he's saying about this. This is Donald Trump. It was sexy. The fact that she's changed her story a million times. The fact that she called her African-American husband an ape. The fact that this exact storyline about a similar made-up situation was ripped from a Law & Order episode, which happens to be our favorite show. All of this was not let in by, the, by, by Judge Kaplan. What, what did he let in? Completely prejudicial and irrelevant. The Access Hollywood tape. Two other women who were one of some of those discredited, uh, the, the, the discredited claims from the 2016 campaign, including that ridiculous one from the plane. That trial was a hoax. And President Trump has been steadfast and absolutely direct that he did nothing wrong, that he's wrongfully accused. And yes, in this trial, the judge is trying to prevent him from getting that message out. But President Trump, again, will not be intimidated. He will not be denied. And he continues to speak the truth to power, and very much including on his truth account. Uh, Boris, you, you, you kind of coordinate all this. Some of the developments look amazing. Just walk us through. You know, you got Fannie Willis in free fall in Georgia. You got Jack Smith. This thing looks like it could be pushed back years um, the, the situation in, in Mar-a-Lago and the raid, that looks like it's going to get pushed back. You're going to end up with the one they never want to do, Alvin Bragg fiasco. But just go, tell me, get the audience up to date on exactly what's happened with Jack Smith and what's happening with, uh, Fonnie Willis down in, uh, down in Georgia. Of course. They're all hoaxes. I mean, and again, just to continue for one more second on this. Remember, this is the same case where the plaintiff said, oh, I have a dress. I have a dress, a Monica Lewinsky type dress. And then when it came out that the dress had no connection to the president, she begged the judge to not let the dress into evidence because, it, again, disproves her claims. And what did the judge do? Went right along with the plaintiff and their mischaracterizations. It shows that it's a rigged system. But, again, President Trump continues to win. If you look across the spectrum, the Florida case, that, there's going to be a, schedule, uh, a scheduling conference there in, uh, in early March. Judge Cannon just denied uh, the special counsel their request to make President Trump Tell them whether he's going to use a specific defense and advice of counsel defense. Judge Cannon said, absolutely not. I am not going to be, I'm not going to be making you have the president disclose that ahead of time. So that was a flat denial of the special counsel. Of course, in DC, you've got the continued fight on presidential immunity. And how can you not have immunity? And even in this case today, the judge said, well, you know, it's accept the law that former presidents can be sued. Wrong. Except the law under Nixon v. Fitzgerald and Blasingame is that former presidents cannot be civilly sued and, as we've heard now from the D.C. arguments, cannot be criminally sued either. There's full criminal and civil immunity for presidents because otherwise you wouldn't have presidents. They couldn't do their jobs. You think Truman would have bombed Hiroshima and Nagasaki if he thought he didn't have immunity? Or would Obama use drones if he thought he didn't have immunity? We wouldn't have presidents. And, hey, if there's no immunity, then let's see what happens after Joe Biden leaves office in terms of the southern border, in terms of our economy, in terms of Afghanistan and all the other disasters perpetrated by corrupt, crooked Joe Biden and, uh, and his henchmen. So, and you were listening to Boris Epstein on the Steve Bannon War Room show. And, um, so Boris is telling you, he's kind of laying it out there for you. He's just down to earth. I don't know what else to say other than remember what we were talking about. You've got to do something else than just coming home and seeing what's on the news or when you're out even when you play news in public. You've got to find something and research it. And one of the things I recommend you can listen to Steve Bannon's War Room, and maybe you'll be researching something you didn't realize so much about before. Like, if if you're against Trump and you're not going to want to listen to Steve Bannon's War Room, that's not necessarily true. You'll find out things even so. Even if you would rather vote for somebody else, you still would learn more truth than you're ever going to learn in mainstream media with MSNBC and ABC and CBS and NBC. They are all... um convinced that they have to save me you remember a couple epi uh sorry about that a couple episodes ago i played uh from x22 report a simultaneous recording where they had like eight to ten news anchors saying the exact same words simultaneously and he played it back like that it was amazing to listen mm -hmm. they are all told what to say now when you go to find the answers for yourself 
you might discover something that wasn't, you know, been right. told to say. So that's exactly why we do what we do. That's exactly what this one's about. Be sure to educate yourself. That way, when you do start polling for how you want your country to, to, to be run, and whether or not you remain a free country in America, that way you know a thing or two as you go to the ballot. Just voting all the way down ballot from the president to the dog catcher with a D next to his name is just voting blind. And I'm not, again, here to tell anybody how to vote. I'm just saying that's voting blind. What if you knew a thing or two before you went to the ballot? Well, I think that's where we're at. Yeah. This is the signs of the times. We can't afford to be lazy anymore. We have to guys. do a little homework. We have to educate our brains and not believe everything that's spoon-fed down our throat. Right. Find something that you heard and go research it. And at the beginning of the day, you're going to learn something you didn't know. I Absolutely. guarantee it. <laughs> Well, I wanted to uh, play these few sound bites for you guys. It was very important, but I am down to the point where I now I need to bring you a hope message. And I wanted to tell you that again, I could open up scripture right now, read a little bit, and then do my commentary on what exactly is is that scripture saying, say Romans fifteen or something. Instead of doing that, I like to bring in experts. That's all they do. It's, it's they've devoted themselves to God's word, um, and it's going to come off uh, like that when you hear from the experts. So we, we just play a little soundbite of Laura Ingram. We played a soundbite from Boris Epstein and uh, talked about even Tom Fitton's judicial watch and what they're up to. So why not? Let's listen in a little bit to Stephen Furtick on what is God up to, if I could just put it that way. God won't leave you broken. That's the uh, title of this episode. And I think we're good to, to listen in a couple minutes there from Stephen Furtick. Relationships broken through experience, broken through trials, broken through temptations that we can't overcome. And then there is a hardness, if it is not reset correctly, that keeps us from receiving from God what he wants to give us, to grow us into who he made us to be. But God's not going to leave you broken. God is not going to leave you with the bone broken and reset so that your heart is harder. He is going to bring you through this brokenness better than when you went into the brokenness. He is going to bring you through this brokenness. Who receives this word like if it's for you? He's going to bring you through this brokenness. I'm going to be better after I was broken. I'm going to be better after they fired me. I'm going to learn things from this failed relationship. And when God resets me, the God of resurrection is going to call me forth into a glorious future for the praise of his name. Because I'm growing to become. So he says, don't live like these Gentiles who, having, verse 19, lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality as to indulge in every kind of impurity. Y'all ever look around and think, just when you think that they can't invent any new sins, they make a new one? I feel like we are living in, you know, they had the industrial revolution. I feel like we are living right now in this time in the impurity revolution. We are making new ways to be screwed up. It's all the lust of the flesh, lust of pride, pride of life, uh, lust of flesh, lust of eyes, pride of life. But the flavors of it, y'all, we got some creative flavors of sin. I better get back to the Bible. Y'all are looking at me strange. Maybe not in your zip code. It's fine. It's fine. It's just something I've been noticing. He says, they give themselves over to it. Now, follow me. When he says they give themselves over to it, that is very different than saying that they get caught up in it. There's a big difference between giving yourself over and getting caught up. Everybody can get caught up. Talking about an impurity revolution. And you know, when, when he brought that up, it reminded me of something that I think I can pull this off if I just go right back to where I was a little earlier in my research today and find a certain spot. I think I can, I want to share something with you 
I want to share something with you that is so profound and so heart-wrenching and so heartbreaking that I'm compelled to do this. I'm going to do it right now. And there's this train coming and I was trying to stop and I'm screaming, no, please don't hurt my daughter. Whatever you do, don't hurt my daughter. Just take my arm, don't skin her arm. Don't hurt her, please don't hurt my daughter again. And there was nothing I could do. They did it. And it was just the night before, just staying up all night long. Like, I've never prayed so much in my life. Like, God, please do everything you can to stop it. And I couldn't, and it didn't happen. I wasn't able to do that. And so just being in the other room, knowing what doctors were doing to my daughter, knowing they were skinning her to create some crude manifestation of a penis. Um, I just thought, what has this country become? Why is the United States leading the world in mutilating and sterilizing children? Where are we? What has happened? Yeah, that's... That's it. Even Steve is speechless right there. He doesn't know what to say. That's a tough one. That's a mom who is talking about a daughter who is currently being scanned by doctors and surgeons to figure out a way to try to put a penis on her. And it is, without me knowing the whole story, it, it is beyond her, her control now at this point. And she's crying that they're doing this. Yes. It's breaking her heart, and it's breaking my heart. What is, why is the United States leading the world in mutilating children and going after kids? It's really it's, a good question. I mean, <sighs> what is it? Is it chemicals in the water? Is it, is it the media? Is it, is it brainwashing? It, what is it? I don't know, Debbie. I'm just going to leave it at that. Guys, be vigilant. Look at stuff like this. Get out there and find it. It's it's right, right on your phone. It's it's on your tablet, your computer, your desktop. The information is there. I'm just listening to these people. I've listened to Boris talking about lawfare, what they're doing to Trump. I've listened to some woman just now who is completely just heartbroken and devastated, and is losing. The daughter that she once had to, to, to become something else. And you know what? A lot of people are not surviving these surgeries. You know, I want to make another point because I have read up on this a little bit. Yes. Uh, a lot of people that go through all this surgery do not wind up happier than before. They think they will be. Right. Also, here's another point. Once you go through all this, guess what has to happen? You have to start, you have to stay on a certain set of pharmaceutical drugs for the rest of your life. So that makes me wonder, are we just creating lifetime customers for the big pharma industry? Because you just said it. Wow. Why is our country number one? Why is our yes. country one of the only countries out of two in the world that advertises pharmaceutical drugs on the TV? Like like we're taking a candy, okay? Yes. You've seen the, 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 the commercials lately. I've seen things on the commercials that were not even allowed on TV mm. years ago as far as... Same sex as kissing and this and that, selling it's, a drug. It's unbelievable. I mean, I, I, we got little children running around. Right. Come on. I'm, watching, I'm in the middle of, you know, my favorite sitcom. It goes to TV commercial and the commercial is selling a product and they're depicting, um, a very happy two men together. Correct. Giving each other a, a big old kiss right there on camera and smiling with each other. I'm sure they're very happy. But do you have to promote that, you know, for well, you and your product for that matter? I mean, I mean, oh, you, you got to promote your product. I get it. But does it have to be that way? Well, my <laughs> son had to turn off the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade because of the commercials in front of his little children. Exactly. He was like, what is going on here? Well, he's protecting those kids. I know. Definitely. This is the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, for gosh Yeah, sakes. you wouldn't think you'd have, or Disney, for that matter. <laughs> you know, Come on. It's just as bad if you take them to Disneyland. They're going to get a um, uh, it's, entertainment it's, when they walk it's in. It's out of control. Show. 
That's out of control. I know it is. It's very much out of control. Well, guys, we're going to try. You remember the hope message with Stephen Furtick? Go over to uh, Stephen Furtick's website or just look um, up uh, Stephen Furtick, T-I-C-K, F-U-R-T-I-C-K, Furtick. You can look him up on YouTube and get the entire message. He's talking about this um, time right now. It's kind of all impurity revolution. It's kind of all being invented new sins. Now, that's one way to see it. And you don't know, leave it to a holy man who reads God's word every day to see it that way. But he's not the only one seeing it that way. I'm in the everyday world. I'm in the everyday life too. And I've been through a lot as a person. So I've uh, you know, rubbed shoulders with my buddies too growing up. And, and I am not reading as much as Stephen Furtick is. And I'm not on a stage preaching. But I am asking the same questions he's asking. What is going on with our purity, with our common sense as a people? So that was Driven Home. Today's health segment, guys, is just going to be with yours truly and Debbie. (laughs) We're going to talk about learn how to make your own meals. And I'm going to tell you why. You know, it's one thing you, you can go to the grocery store and get something in a box and something in a can. Or you can go to the meat section and get it in a, in a a styrofoam with the wrapped up. But what you're getting was designed to sit there for months and months. Now, remember this experiment where the guy took uh, an order of french fries from McDonald's and set it on his uh, sill, and he wanted to see what happened. He forgot about it for years. He wanted to go years. So he just put them in there, set them there for years, and forgot about it. Then, uh, well, I guess he, he could still see it. But he goes back, and 11 years later, he makes a video. Okay, this is year 11, and here's the fries. Mm-hmm. They still looked just like they did when they handed it through the window to him. No mold. Okay, well, when you go to a grocery store, the products on that shelf were designed to sit there for months. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm saying, why don't you take a minute and learn how to make something, anything. Learn how to make a bread. You don't have any preservatives in that bread. Now, let that be your lunch. So instead of going all the time out and buying stuff and then just looking on the box what to do to heat it up, how about learning to make from scratch? Is it hard, Debbie, to make bread from scratch? No, it's actually quite easy. And is it expensive? Uh, no, actually, it's quite reasonable. <laughs> By the time you take a bite of that bread, how glad are you that you made that instead of went and bought it? Super glad, and considering a loaf of homemade bread is, what, five, six bucks now from a bakery or oh. a grocery store? Oh, yeah, yeah, Fresh, with inflation, sure. At least four to five, yeah. I would say. Unless you want to get, like, the, the super rye or the wheat or yeah, whatever that, else. I don't even know. think that's cheap anymore. I mean, no. How about, like, what if I wanted to, uh, I need a good comfort bake. And so, I want, like, a potatoes all grotten with ham all in it. Should I should I just go get that, like, from Mary Collender? She maybe put it in for eight minutes? I would say no. If you had <laughs> cheese and you had a potato and you had some leftover ham and oh. you had butter, oh. I think you could whip that up relatively easy. So, we could probably learn pretty easily how to just kind of make that dish, mm-hmm. make that comfort bake. Mm-hmm. You might have to get a few things from the store, but when we do, what do we look for? We're looking for organic, guys. And, you know, there's places like Whole Foods. Uh, I'm not trying to plug Jeff Bezos either, since I know he did uh, Amazon and he also bought Whole Foods. Forget all that part of it. It's not trying to be political with it. I'm trying to tell you, there's places like Whole Foods where you can get organic stuff. There's Trader Joe's. There's Trader Joe's. There's Fresh Markets. And these are the places you want to go get it. Get your potato there and your tomato while you're at it and the other things. Go back and then make it from scratch. We need to start going back to the kitchen, guys, and stirring stuff up and putting it in, in on, on the pan that way or in the oven that way and eat that way. Because you know why? What you're making is not designed to sit on the shelf for six months. It doesn't have a list this long of ingredients right. in it that's been added by who? Well, think about it. Think See about these... Uh, uh, oh. You know, FDA? FDA. You, know, you can't even trust the government to, to make sure the stuff is good for you. But what they're trying to do, they're trying to regulate where you won't get diseased or you won't, you know, it won't, it won't be poison. But it, the regulation kind of is short. It's cited, you know, because there is stuff like that in there. Right. And then, but, but think about your it. point. Cancer, <laughs> Sorry. Cancer is what? One out of two today that get cancer in their lifetime? The more preservatives we use, the more chemicals they put in their food. Guess what's happening? 
we're getting sicker and sicker and sicker. Not only are we getting sicker, we're getting fatter. So uh-huh. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, well, you I know mean, what's going on. It, these things that cause the product to be able to sit there on the shelf for some things up to six months. Right. Um, these things that are that are preserving it that long are the same things that are getting inside your system when you eat that food. And what's it doing? Well, your liver has a job to try to eradicate all that. Get these toxins, round them up, and send them out through the kidney or wherever. Uh, and, and it's going to try to do that the best it can. But the liver, and we've talked about this on the health segment in the American Freedom and God podcast many times with, with Dr. Eric Berg, Sten Eckberg, and a couple others. What the liver does is it can only do so much. And you can reach a point where, okay, you have to cleanse your liver now because you've been eating too much of that stuff. Okay, well, what, do I, what stuff am I talking about? The very stuff that we opened up this health segment with. The very stuff that you can go right now down the street, walk in through the front doors and buy a loaf of bread, um, a box of macaroni and cheese, uh, just uh, a, or um, a comfort bake, you know, from the freezer. And you can take it home. It, it is that stuff. That can cause over time health complications. And if the FDA says, well, we're regulating it so that the people have to be certified food handlers and we want to make sure that you are getting, you know, we're looking over, Big Brother's looking over all this stuff that's being sold to you, but they're not actually fixing anything. No. So that was the, the point I wanted to make. So I'm just saying, if you can get out a bowl, Put some flour in there. You'll get little recipes. Recipes, oh my God. The internet is loaded with recipes. So loaded. And if you say, how do I make bread from scratch? Are you kidding me? How many results you're going to get? <laughs> and so at uh, at the beginning of the day, when you do that, you're going to find out that um, now that your bread has been baked, and I, I, even if it doesn't come out too good, right? Let's say you no, baked you, it too long. Hey, here's the thing. <laughs> you just keep trying. You just keep trying. You just keep doing it. And I'm saying this, guys, because we're practicing that. We, we're, the stuff that uh, goes on the dinner table is made at home. Right. And we're buying the organic tomatoes. We're buying the organic uh, veggies and, and, and using leaf lettuce. And uh, even when we snack, it's something like that. Right. And I recommend a little olive oil and pretty much everything. Yeah, you eat. Now we're even growing our own. And your liver will thank you for that one. So, you know, we're being taught that if we eat a bunch of eggs, it's bad for us. Um, if you eat a bunch of red meat, you know, you're really going to die. Uh, your cholesterol's through the roof. You know, I was watching a little clip from Frasier, the old sitcom TV show Frasier. And it was one of the very first episodes. And Daphne's going around the house cleaning up. And uh, the dad comes out, sets a plate down for Frasier as he just got out of bed. He's hardly awake. He goes to sit and eat. And he, what is this? That's just... You were going to speed rail a clock right to my brain. I ain't going to live another minute. Dad, I can't eat this. And he's got a plate with eggs and bacon on it and some toast. <laughs> and he's talking like, I think they're trying to seed the people. Yes, they that, that was poison. But here's the thing. When you listen to Dr. Eric Bird, DC, and you look, go to his channel on YouTube and ask in the search box about eating eggs with Dr. Eric Bird, and then come back and tell me what you think. Because what you're going to learn is what the yolk is good for, what the white part is good for, why it's a myth about the cholesterol, why it's a myth that they're bad for you. And you're also going to learn more about the same doctors, and there's more than one of them out there, they just like to tell the truth. Debbie, we had this conversation the other day that doctors that were telling the truth became taboo to the, to the, you know, the authorities, you know, the, yes. the hypocritical oath or whatever. They became taboo to whoever oversees all that. And mm-hmm. instead of not knowing a whole lot about it, I'm just, let me just put it random that way. But so they try to take them down from where places like YouTube or places that right. their, their websites in general, if they can get into their hosting company and, t- and take that down. I know then they, they did do that it. to Dr. Mercola. Dr. Mercola. What did Dr. Mercola specialize? Well, he, he's just been a natural doctor for decades. He oh. had a clinic. I mean, he tells you how to heal yourself, how to treat yourself, you know. Which is just awesome. Just <laughs> common sense. Uh-huh. This is what we learned do this. Do this. Oh my God! And they get they take they don't want you knowing that. 
apparently not, or they don't like you I'll, knowing too much. My take is, and I've been studying the politics now for quite a long time, and then starting to expand into the um, the information um, that's going on surrounding politics, because a lot of it's intertwined. And my take is, if they can keep men from having a whole lot of testosterone, then they can get the strength down. If they can keep men from being uh, fertile, then they can keep the population down. Right. If they can keep women from being able to get pregnant, they can keep the population right. down. Who is this they that's doing all this? I would say they would be those same globalists that want to control everything because who else would benefit from that? Who else? Nobody. <laughs> right? So be sure and educate yourself, guys, was today's title. Uh, you, this is uh, the American Freedom and God podcast, a weekly show. We'd love to see you um, subscribe. Maybe if we can build the audience a little bigger, start making more episodes. Uh, I got to have uh, bring on board sponsors and stuff to get it to that, which is something very doable. We're going to continue our study. We're going to continue our study in the current issues in politics. We're going to study it. We're going to look at it. We're going to see if it's even fair to go after your political opponent. And we're going to change into a nation that does that. Are we really going to do that? And we're going to talk about it. And we're going to bring God into the episodes because the Holy Spirit is always here. God is ultimately in control. I want to do this again. I can't wait till next week, though. Until then, remember to johnpfox.com, J-O-M-P-F-O-X.com. You can go there to subscribe. I almost forgot to plug that one. <laughs> Goodbye. This has been the American Freedom and God podcast. Join us every week for the latest episodes. Please subscribe, rate, and review the series. Visit us and comment on a blog post at johnpfox.com. Happy listening, and remember to always show your awesome. Bye. Stupid as stupid